Here, load it up, dog. Let's get this. Uh, let's look at this fantasy roster real quick before we start. Oh, and before we get any further, fuck the Astros, dude. Go Yanks. <laughs> I'm, rec I'm recording too. So oh, okay. I just wanted to look at this my squad real quick. I'm playing uh, uh, Megan's brother-in-law. He hasn't been on the podcast, so I don't want to say him by name. Megan's brother. -in -law. You've met him, tall fella. Oh yeah. I'm playing him today, so I really want to kick the shit out of him. Having a big Halloween party. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Which Amber and I bought. Caught. We never. Oh, I gotta get. I gotta go. I gotta go buy some pants today for my costume. Mm -hmm. I tried last week. I couldn't do it. I had to leave. I just need some jeans that I can cut some holes in. I think you should. Uh, what was the debate? Get your own jeans or do what? Uh, the the was just to like try and find some oh, at, at Goodwill at the thrift store yeah. or just go to like uh, Wally World and buy some cheaper yeah, jeans. You better go get some jeans, dude. I, I got I my go Sam's Club. I might have to help Pa finish this floor. I had to switch costumes because Megan and I wanted to do one together. So I couldn't be you're not even married yet, and you're already know. dressing alike. So. I couldn't be Lieutenant Dan. That's what I wanted to do. Oh, you're gonna be Lieutenant. I Dan. was. I had. I had a wheelchair ready, and I was gonna make like straw legs, yeah. and then have the flower shirt with the wife beater and stuff. And instead, do you have it? No. This is um, what we did to Pa's floor yesterday. Damn. Yeah. Put in work. Yeah. Looks nice. Does looks good, huh? Yeah, dude. All right. So welcome to another episode of Recovered AF. Uh, this is 50% of said podcast. Kyle, uh, Aaron is the other 50%, although I think he probably contributes about 20%. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so we're called Recovered AF Podcast, and I don't know if we're going to talk about anything recovery-related to this podcast. There's your first disclaimer. Your second disclaimer is if we do, that's just because Kyle and I got well, both as a result of taking the 12 steps as laid out in the book titled Alcoholics Anonymous. But that what that does not mean is that we're somehow spokespeople for those 12-step fellowships or affiliated with those 12-step. I drink a lot of Red Bull. I'm not a spokesperson for Red Bull. Yep. Right? That makes sense. Okay. I think. So now, before we even get started, um, yeah, like I said, I don't know. We're, I don't know if we're going to talk about recovery at all. What we are going to talk about is the new segment I've called Gen Xer and the Millennial. How this segment works is I just ask questions to Kyle trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with him and we blame it on him being a millennial. It's pretty popular these days. Yeah. Yeah. The first question, Kyle, is have you ever seen the movie Bad Times at Ridgemont High? Yes. Okay. Did you hate it? No. Okay. But it was definitely outdated. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. Folks, it's because Kyle's a goddamn millennial. Yep. Uh, all right, shoot again. What's your next one? The next question for Astros or Yankees. What is your dog doing? Oh, he... Um, he burrows. Uh, he's burrows. a burrower because yeah. he's a chihuahua. That's right. They burrow. But he's not doing anything. He's just like... Yeah, it's instinctual. I don't think there's a lot of thought process behind it. You could probably beat it out of him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never suggest that. I could... Dump it out of him, yeah. maybe. But what I would say is Yankees all day against the Astros. <laughs> what an idiot. Only an idiot would say something <laughs> like that. I'm sorry. I just don't respect the fact that the Astros have groomed a good team and then decided to empty their bank accounts on a pitching staff. <sighs> You're going to sit here and be like, yeah, but the rest of their team is built from farm system. Yeah. Yeah. All but of it. the reason why they're winning isn't all of that all of that team that went that that won last night was there two years ago when they won the World Series. Not all of them. <laughs> Everybody but Grinky and that other starter. What's Garrett his name? Colt, the Cole. best pitcher in baseball. Yeah. That one? Yeah, that one. <laughs> the one they bought? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, Giancarlo Stanton. All right. Yeah. See, yeah, the that Yankees, guy's a Florida Marlin. Yeah, the Yankees buy players. Everyone knows that. Yeah. The Astros are trying to claim that they're a farm system team, but they're buying all of their good players. It's called free agency, Kyle. You can't farm every player on the team. You're uh -huh. gonna have to pick up a few in free agency. You want to know my favorite baseball team? I like the Oakland A's because yeah. they never buy anybody. No, they don't. They the, never win either, but I respect ball. it. Billy Bean, boy. Well, they get to the playoffs a lot. They yeah. just never win a playoff series. Exactly. Yeah, they've lost, like, I don't know how many elimination games all of them. in a row. <laughs> yeah, all of them. 
ever since probably Canseco <laughs> yeah, and exactly. McGuire. Oh, dude, the Bash Brothers. Yeah, I loved those guys. And they had Ricky Henderson on. I that think team. that they should put steroids back in baseball. It would. I I don't have a problem with no. Why or the Tour de France? Really, any? Yeah, maybe Joe Rogan's got a point. Maybe not combat sports. Well, no, because you can physically hurt yeah. someone. So Football, probably, probably not. Mm, I don't know. Bigger, stronger, faster is pretty. They've got to be in football. Nobody's that big. I don't know, dude. Got, like offensive linemen running four four forties. I think <laughs> the NFL is shit. where the outliers of athletes go, even more so than any other sport. Like if our soccer team was made up of NFL players, we'd win the World Cup every year. Exactly. Yeah. By far, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, they like they're the rarest athletes in the world, and like basketball is close, but basketball you also have to be gifted in height. Which isn't yes. something you can... Unless you're Muggsy Bowes. Well, I mean, really, does anyone remember him other than being the shortest player? Does anyone know how many points he scored a game? Does anyone care? Nope. Spud Webb, another one. The dude won a dunk contest. The reason why that's important is because he's 5'7". But his name was Spud, too. Yeah, I do respect that. <laughs> but the football players are beasts, man. Yeah. Like Saquon Barkley, that dude's a freak. Oh, dude. Nasty. His thighs are yeah. as big as your waist, yeah, dude. dude. I can't imagine seeing that kind of athleticism in per- no. person because we went to the Boise State game and we watched uh, Kyle had some pretty good sideline passes for us and we were down on the field and we watched the Boise State um, running back take a handoff, take a few steps, take a jump cut sideways, then jump over about three people and dance into the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> it was like if you blinked, you missed yeah. it. And that's a Boise State running yeah, back. Yeah, the dude that's didn't even, even make it into the league, yeah. dude. <laughs> that's not even Barkley. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. So that's the um, that's where it's at. All right, fire, no, fire away on another question because I, I, I definitely won the Yankees debate. I had another eight. Oh, like the next question is how, okay, so Colin and I were talking and I was like, I can't decide whether to root for the Nats or the Astros, because what I like is oh. that the Nats got rid of their best player and then made it to the World Series, and Kyle loves Bryce Harper. I wouldn't say love him. I just respect the what he brings to baseball. He's such an asshole. He brings himself everywhere. Exactly. That's all he brings. Like, what would Look, baseball be like if... There was no personalities in it. I it would be tell you what even the, more boring. I can tell you what the Nationals would be like. They'd be National League champs without Bryce Harper. Yeah. That's what they'd be. Does it, do you know one player on their team? Yes, I know one player Who? on their team. That w- one guy exactly. from Latin America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about the Nationals. Oh, Nobody yeah. cares. Scherzer. They're going to get swept in the World Series. Nobody Scherzer. cares. Yeah, no, they have Scherzer and Strasburg. Those guys can shut Nobody down. Nobody cares. Yeah. Dude, you, the Astros lineup, please. You clearly don't no remember, one is shutting down the Astros lineup. You clearly don't remember Strasburg coming out of San Diego State. I know Strasburg. Everybody was like, this guy's throwing 100 at San Diego And he's State. a dud. Dud, Kyle. They made it sound like he was going to be the best pitcher in baseball. Well, I mean, you know who has the best pitcher in baseball? The Astros. They bought him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Pretty sure I'm two and zero on these debates. (laughs) Not even close. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I had another '80s movie that I was thinking of that I was going to ask. I've probably seen it. I probably enjoyed it and probably thought it was outdated. Yeah, it was just like another. It was like another Fast Times at Ridgemont High, but I can't remember which one. I don't remember. It's that not Dazed like, and Confused, right? That's yeah, a '90s movie. Yeah, that was the one. I was oh, was it? Ask about Dazed afterwards. and Confused is actually one of my favorite yeah, movies. It's pretty amazing. I love that movie. Yeah, like it's the '90s version of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, and then the 2000s versions like American Pie or something. Mm-hmm. Another good one. Yeah, American Pie is one of the only ones where the sequel was as good as the original. Yeah, American, but not so much the third one. The wedding one wasn't as good. It was still no. funny, but not as good. But American Pie 2, I thought, was even better than the first you one. Did? When they're in college and yeah. they go to the summer house. Yeah. and that It was, one was pretty better. accurate in that like, um, parties suck yeah. when you get out and yep. you're home for the summer. Yeah, it was yeah. funny. I liked it. It's like no man's land. You know, you definitely aren't going to go hang out with the high school kids, right. but you're not really 21 yet either. Yep. Mm. The worst place to be. Yeah. Um, That's why I built a bar in my barn's basement. Exactly, dude. There you go. Uh, what other questions can I ask Kyle where we can ask him what in the hell's wrong with him and then blame it on being a millennial? I don't know, dude. I'm pretty well-versed for being a millennial. Like, I'm pretty in tune with not millennial stuff. Yeah. But the big difference is you like 
boring, unoriginal, really lame sports players and teams, and I like a little bit of flair. Um, dude, my favorite thing about... 30 pieces, at least, for me. My favorite thing about Altuve hitting that home run last night, the walk-off to send his team to the World Series, was he didn't flip any bats. He just ran around the bases because... He said he already said everything that needed said when he hit the ball over the fence. Yeah. What else needs said after that? I don't know. A bat flip is just such a <laughs> fucking big dick move, dude. Big dick energy, just fucking. It's hitting a guy after he's already knocked yeah, out. Exactly. He's already Who out cold. Who doesn't like that? <laughs> <laughs> that Dan Henderson knockout where he <laughs> drops Michael Bisping and then jumps on top of him and hits him again. Who doesn't love oh, that? Kyle's a bad person, people. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's dude. So Courtney's episode came out um Sunday and um it is doing really well. And I listened to it and I know why. Because Courtney's a fucking OG, yeah, dude. Man, she can really talk. She's really good. She's got away with words, that one. She just kills it. She's got cool perspective. Yeah. She's very in tune with uh the realm of the spirit. Yeah. The spirit of the universe. Yeah. She's cool, man. Yeah. I, I really liked her. Yeah. I got goosebumps like four different times, maybe even five when we were talking to her. Four and a half at least. It was really good. Yeah. Hers came out. It was good. We just released an uh, 11th step exploration mm. where we're talking about uh, all things 11th step. Perhaps our finest hour, and I'm certainly certain that an hour that you're not going to want to miss. Yeah, I think that might have been one of our better ones. We stayed on track almost the whole time. None of this banter. None of this back and forth. One thing I've noticed is people either love the banter or don't like it. Yeah, that's right. No one's right. like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, nobody's indifferent about the banter. Yeah, people they're like, out. we love it, do more of it. Yeah, those are our favorite ones. Yeah, or, hey, like, shut up and just talk about something that matters. Get to the point and talk about the topic. Yeah, so... Sometimes we do that, and sometimes we do this. That's the beauty of putting out a lot of content, is we can do episodes where we do nothing but a very detailed deep dive into a step. Then we'll do one like this, where we shoot the shit. Then we'll bring a guest and talk about their experience. I still think the guest ones are my favorite. They're definitely the easiest because you just ask them questions. Yeah. I mean, sort of. Sometimes it's hard to find that spot between I'm listening and I'm engaged in the conversation, but I also know that I'm probably going to need to ask a question coming up, so I might want to train my thought towards hmm, what might, what else might be interesting to know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's all. So I think it's an acquired skill. Listening's Which, hard, yeah. Yeah, there's um, a local radio guy that's our local am radio guy Mm -hmm. we used to play softball together and we used to hang out together and like i've listened to i've texted him on multiple occasions after hearing one of his interviews with like a you know like the university quarterback or something because he's just such a good interviewer and i was like dude do you have these questions like beforehand or do you think of them on the spot and he's like you know basically i have an idea of of the things I want to ask, but no, I do not have it predetermined. Right. So like, I can respect sort of, that. Yeah, but uh, you know, just listening to him give an interview and then maybe listening to some other people do it, there's definitely uh, there's a gift to it. Yeah, and having the courage to ask something that you might not understand, or because um, like I, like watching Rogan do, like yeah. he'll be like, "Hey, you need to get the microphone closer," mm-hmm. and then he'll be like, "Wait, what do you mean?" And what do you like, mean by that? Yeah, yeah. and like kind of not even challenge there, but just like dig deeper than what when he doesn't understand. And can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, stuff like he's that. really That's, good. Because yeah. there was one point in the Courtney interview where I was like misunderstanding, I think, but I was thinking I was understanding. See, what she I was thought you nailed about, it though. And, uh, I sort of wish I would have just asked her yeah. to expound on that a little bit. Intellectual more. resistance to yeah. me means the same as agnostic resistance oh, okay. to me. Because like, if I'm agnostic, I, that means my belief is probably placed in myself still right and we believe in ourselves right, right? and so that, what, the book my talks intellect about that. yeah we're worshipers of self yeah so i think and intellect i thought you were right on the right on the money still oh, okay. i know you thought you were off but yeah. i i could see the correlation really easily so sometimes i listen to interviews and i'm listening to it and i can tell that the person's talking about one thing and the interviewer is not catching it yeah right and they're asking questions but there there's a disconnect on what's being talked about yeah but then sometimes that happens on our podcast mm-hmm. but i don't really obviously i don't realize it in the moment or i would be on what right. they're saying and i'll go back and listen to it and then i'll be like oh shit 
I didn't even hear what they were saying. I think that happened once with Brian. Yeah, it's tough to do that because we see things one way. Yeah, and like I, it makes sense in my mind, and what I'm saying is the same way I think yours are gonna think. Yeah, but your mind thinks something different, and then I'm like, dude, we're not. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm too. Uh, I don't want to say scared, but like um, I don't want to look dumb, right? I don't want to look dumb, or I don't want to make them feel like they look dumb. So mm-hmm. then I just kind of go along. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. Make a correction. Right. After, like, sort of get this baby back on. Yeah, the you're like, all right. So what I was really saying. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just am like, oh yeah, uh huh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now and then I'll just try to like change the subject entirely. Uh, Interviews are hard. Yeah. They're my favorite part though, because I I uh, before the podcast. I don't know if my listening was top notch, but I feel like I've gotten a lot better at listening as a result of the podcast. I'm definitely the person referred to in the fight club that just doesn't listen and waits for their turn to talk. Yeah. That's me. Right. But I like to talk. Yeah. And I like to talk about myself. Yes, you do. Just in certain settings though. You do it all you do it great though. That's ah, the thanks, thing. T Y baby. Yeah, boy. The thing I do at work a lot is the self-deprecating humor. That seems to... You just make a joke about yourself yes. being stupid or... Not that much anymore, but I joke a lot about not liking to work at work. Oh, yeah. okay. Like like I had this shtick that I came up with when the weather got bad a few weeks ago, and I was made this whole thing up about how I um, told my boss that morning that I didn't really like to um, work in the bad weather. Mm-hmm. And my boss told me I didn't really like to work in the good weather either. Yeah, <laughs> that's they, funny. Yeah. And then they'd laugh. And, yeah. You know, the whole thing was made up, but I just do these things to entertain myself. And yeah. Those around me at work. Right. That make makes sense. Make their day a little better. Yeah. Kyle. That makes sense, dude. Uh-huh. They can have a hearty chuckle. Or sometimes I just take off my hat at work and they've never seen me without a hat. Ooh, one time I was talking to your sister-in-law. <laughs> this is when we went to that football game, mm. and uh, and your, your brother's wife. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, we're t- I'm talking to her, and mid-sentence, like I take my hat off and was scratching my head. And she went, yeah. She just stopped. Her mouth was agape, and she was staring, <laughs> and she got lost. And I was like, "What's up?" She's like, she like shook her head. She's like, "I'm sorry." I've just never seen you without a hat before. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's sparse. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> it's not good. You still have quite a bit of hair, though. I don't know. I like, like when I've seen myself in the mirror, I'm like, yeah. And when I see a photo of myself, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I think that's human nature, though. Oh, okay. Everyone sees a photo of themselves and they immediately start critiquing it. That's right. I'm just as guilty. I'm like, oh, I look thick. <laughs> I'm getting some love handles. Yeah, it's like I'm wearing a hoodie. You can't even see what I look like. And I'm like, oh, my God. Jesus. Should have hit that treadmill. Yeah. God dang it. That dude is playing on Brady's team. So we got some red zone going in the background. Yeah. And uh, the other good thing about having your own podcast, we do whatever whatever the fuck you want. That's right. We are the same person today. (laughs) Except for the whole Everything. First 10 minutes yeah. of the podcast. Well, that's just because you're wrong. But <laughs> other than that, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what, what what's popping, dude? What have you done in the last week? What have you done? So like, um, what have I done? Uh, I'm thinking like um, recovery related. I Or not. Or not. Anything. Oh, okay. Well, recovery related. You you got a sponsor, right? Yeah. You're you going through the work with yeah, him. Yeah, going through the book and just some some things stood out to me, and which was which was. I like that. Yeah, and well, the neat part about this is the full circle. So, my sponsor, I'm t- he's going through the work again, and since I have a different sponsor and we're doing things different, like so when I met with my sponsor, he was sort of explaining me to what he was doing, and I was like, "Hey, dude, it's cool." I'm just listening because whatever you do to me, I'm just going to turn around and do to my sponsee because we're going through the work. Yeah. So I'm completely open-minded, man. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it with him too. That's dope. And so we're like, you know, doing this thing. But like I read the book and it was just amazing to me, like from Bill's story about Bill talking about, you know, essentially the answer being God and a relationship with God. And that's what was really popping off the page to me. And then, um, and then, uh, and I've read, man, I've read that book so many times, but then sitting down with my sponsee this morning and having him talk about to me about how different stuff was popping off the pages to him mm. and, and the word God and the God-like stuff was just, you know, just like almost in bold letters to him right. as he was reading the, and I was just like, yeah, I was like, you know, when you went through the work the first time you went through it from the 
perspective of somebody that had not yet had that spiritual change, Mm -hmm. that psychic change, and now you have, and so you're looking at it from an entirely different angle over here now. So it's, yeah, it's awesome. It's all new. It's just cool. Yeah, Yeah. it's all new. So I'm all psyched up again now. Like I was like, I I was like, I was a little bit worried about my dude, you know, he was, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty bummed out and depressed and yeah. I hear you, you know, so much so that our friend of ours was like, hey, man, is your guy all right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I voiced that to him today, and, um, and 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 he seems renewed, and I hope that's the case. That's good. And so when I see somebody else get renewed, I start to get a little joked up, too. Yeah, it reinforces it. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're about to uh, be getting into inventory? Yeah. Probably in the next... Yeah, I'm just Two supposed meetings. to. Yeah, I'm supposed to read how it works. I think is all, and then um, the whole the, the whole chapter, right? Yeah. Not not just the thing people would think of. Yeah, there's okay. the whole chapter, and then really focus on. Um, it, you know, it says the wording was quite optional, and so I'm supposed to think about what that would mean to me, what that would sound like, like a third step. Prayer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. That's cool. Yeah. And then uh, I was yeah, so we got a Halloween party coming up, and which is cool that Amber wants to go because yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm nervous. She's the introvert, and, and oh, you know that maybe this is like out of the out of the. I don't know. I guess we we're talking about anything, but like um, Amber was. Uh, I think she'll be all right with me talking about this. She was worrying about something work related, and, mm-hmm. and she woke up, and so when she woke up, she was thinking about it. So then she was she. took her a while to get back to sleep you know and we had this conversation of like um i was like you know uh, well then i sort of wanted to talk about something else sorry i'm getting a little off now i sort of want to talk about two things one i think is more of an open-ended question about like where do i end and where does god begin in in my life if that makes any sense Uh like you know where is it where is it between my hard work and my maybe manifesting and like doing this and what is my business and what is God's business and like for the proper recipe for success. Mm-hmm. But that's what I was thinking about earlier, but I'm going to get back to this other thing now. Sorry. Okay. But we were talking about I'm completely lost. <laughs> okay, so good. Bring her back in. Tie us bow on this one. <laughs> that's because I stopped mid sentence. Yeah, you were like, actually, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about this different thing, but I wanted to explain this. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. So, so like she was worrying about this thing and I was like, and for some reason we had talked about like winning the lottery or something. And like I had the realization, I was like, we wouldn't worry any less. We would just worry about different things, right? Like I said, two and a half years ago or just over, we had some stuff to worry about, you know, like we were living paycheck to paycheck. We had a husband that wasn't, couldn't stay sober. We had a, you know, pretty old house that things would fall apart a lot on. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of insecurities in our lives and a lot of things to worry about. And now here we are, you know, two and whatever years later, and none of those problems exist for us anymore, right? right? Those things have all been removed. Yet, do we spend time worrying? Absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the macro and the macro and that whole thing. And so um, one of those books that I'd read, I think it might have been The Hi- Happiness Hypothesis, talked about essentially having a baseline. Mm-hmm. And just that baseline is, the the premise is, is you're just as happy as person as you are, right? And it doesn't matter whether you're where you're at on the spectrum. You're just, if you're a seven on the one to 10 scale, you're going to be a seven no matter what your circumstances are. And mm-hmm. so we were just talking a little bit about that. I was like, you know, say if we hit the Powerball, we'd maybe you'd be up all night worrying about which money to give charity to, you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. And so anyway, we just had that talk this morning and it just occurred to me that like, you know, like, cause like there's this thought in my back of my head that these people that seemingly don't have any worries are happier, but they're not. Right. They're just not. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about overall happiness. Right. Well, and that ties into what we talked about earlier where I could try to find contentment being content regardless of my outside circumstances, right? Yes. Like that's where that ties in is because I could be super wealthy, have the job of my dreams in theory and still be really discontent and frustrated yeah. because life isn't suiting me. Or yeah. I could have the life I have now, which is a better life than I ever thought I would have and still be discontent. Or I can be content with what's going on. Yes. You know? And that's, I think to kind of tie into what you were talking about for me is like, I don't think there's like a percentage or 
where do I start and where does God? It's like there isn't the two. There's not two. Right. I don't want to get way into it because we'll get into the weeds. But that guy, I like Paul Hederman, talks a lot about that where it's like there's not two. So this it's is why I was, what it is. This is why I was thinking about it. Okay. So um, it seems to me that successful people, and I, I don't know, want to know, even know how you define success. I'm saying like, okay, in my, in my mind, I'm saying somebody like a Joe Rogan or even somebody like a Kim Kardashian yeah. or, you know, people in that realm. Um, or, you know, what was the other podcast with the bow hunter that was on Joe? Oh, Cameron Haynes. Yeah, Cameron that dude's Haynes. a beast, man. Right, beast. Uh, Goggins um, mm-hmm. ran 200 miles of a 240-mile race, got pulmonary edema is that what it's called yep spent a night in the hospital then went back and finished finished the race (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like but like the one thing that these people i guess that have been put in my ears a lot lately all seem to have one thing in common and that's that they fucking work their asses off Mm -hmm. right so but like it's like getting the confusion between hard work and manifesting in my own life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like where is the difference between hard work and self-will run riot? That's the better question. All right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Uh, yeah. Answer my question, Kyle. I'm going to tell you what my sponsor told me. Um, he, he told me, AA questions, beg no answers, <laughs> but I'm just going to tell you uh, okay. life questions, beg no answers. Okay, thanks, Kyle. So just sit with it, dude. Okay, That's what he told that. me. Awesome. Because he was trying to explain, well, he was telling me something, and I was like, so what do I do? And he was like, yeah, dude, I don't beg answers. Next week's, okay, so we had the Gen X millennial thing, and then if you listen to the 11-step thing, we had high praise for Kyle's sponsor last week. And now after this conversation we've just had, we're going to have him on the show next week. And the segment is, why is Kyle's sponsor such an idiot? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but uh, I don't know. I don't know the proper balance. I think hard work with... Oh, man, I don't know. Balance with spiritual principles? Well, see, I was going to say, like, I think hard work with a planned outcome is where I get into self-will run riot. Mm, Yeah, that's right. That makes sense. Like, when I'm like, I'm working this hard for this. Yes. Well, then when I don't get that, self is manifesting. Dude, Cameron Haynes blew my fucking mind on that podcast. He said, no. Was it that one? Or was it another one I listened to? When he was like... You know, I just enjoy hard work. I just enjoy yeah, working hard. So, I, so when I'm doing it, I've got a smile on my face. Yeah, and that just blew my mind because I'm like, my, in my mind, hard work is for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing it to get something, and this sort of goes back to what you were just saying. He's just working hard because he likes working hard. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck kind of psycho says something yeah. like that? <laughs> right. And that's what I found with most of the people that that like you said, are falling into my ears too, are similar people. And I think they're very spiritual in nature. Yeah, whether they know it or not. Yeah, like they're just innately spiritual. Like things like that. Yeah, because like Joe Rogan was asking him, like, like, how did you get, okay, so you're this, you turned 21, you were drinking too many beers, getting too fat, and like, he's like, I don't know, I had kids, and my perspective changed. Right? Yeah. It wasn't like he was, you know, one of us or anything like right. that, or went through some monumental thing. Yep. Not everybody has to go through that. Some people are just, or if we listen to, we talked about that Gabby Reese one a lot. She mm-hmm. just seemed like she was just that way. Yep. Cuckoo. Yeah, and like um, Goggins, like perseverance. Yeah, he you know endured I mean? a shit ton yes, to get like, to where he's at. Right, and like did it and didn't need a, a 12-step thing. But like I think there's... And one thing that I've noticed too is like I used to think... You know when you hear an a, a, an athlete get interviewed after something and like the very first thing out of his mouth is I just want to thank God. 
Followed by the listener eye roll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the viewer eye right. roll. I yeah. used to be like, dude, you're yeah. so fucking full of yeah. shit, man. And today I'm like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I know. Like, that's, I used to think that. Or like an actor wins an Oscar and yeah. they're like, oh, I just want to thank God. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you got a canned response. You're so yeah. full of shit. You're just saying that to because it looks good. And that was like me, right? That's that's that yeah. says everything you need to know about me at that time. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about that person. Right. But I think that person's fake. And in reality, it's because I'm I'm spiritually bankrupt. I don't understand it. But today I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, man. Not not only are they fake, then I'm gonna blow up the rest of their life to see what about it is ungodly. Exactly. So I can prove that what yeah. they said was exactly. Bullshit. I'm gonna go on a fucking quest to to make sure this person you know what i mean yes. and it's like oh dude that's like the epitome of being an agnostic <laughs> and like thinking that every like me projecting out how i view the world yeah and oh, yeah. and like the people that i find in tune today like i think are pretty spiritual in nature and i'm interested in that and they might not be like oh i just want to thank god but like like Cam Cam Haynes on the Rogan podcast, I don't think they talked about God once, Mm-mm. but I got a whole lot of spiritual yeah, stuff out of it because sure. I was like, "This dude is just incredible!" Yeah. Like he has uh, the ability to overcome. He's had a change in perspective. He's hardworking. He finds joy in doing things that are challenging. Like he enjoys helping others. Yeah, like he's a big part of a community. Yeah, I was like, "This dude is a." a beast man and that's the stuff i get inspired by today where in the past i wouldn't even have thought that was spiritual i would have just thought that that guy did did life better than me yeah (laughs) i used to think that oh the the other podcast i used to think that like you know people like that just were unfairly given something that i wasn't given and Mm -hmm. like one thing like there's a dirty head song and I think that one line is it that just says we've all got the same twenty four. And then I saw this interview like on the street with Seinfeld where this guy was like, What do you do with all your time? And he's like, What do you mean? We have the same amount of time. Right. You know? Like, yeah. You think I just don't that's dope. You think I don't have to do anything? Yeah. He's like, I work. I saw this shirt that said someone or maybe it was a post it was something that said someone busier than you is working out right now. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like there dude. goes my excuses yeah. all out the window. Yeah, I used to think that they, somehow those people had some sort of an yeah. unfair advantage or something. Exactly. It turns out that's probably not the case. Yeah, we all are living in the same time. Yeah. And we're doing the same thing, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I um, I think there's a lot of fortitude that those people show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Goggins being hospitalized, getting out the next day and finishing the race for... The sole purpose of he wants to say he finished. Yeah, it. it's not to get he first place. Got, yeah, no, he already got disqualified. Yeah, and it's not to. It's like, dude, he did it because that's the kind of guy he is. Because when he starts things, he finishes exactly. Them. <clears throat> and yeah. so things like that are very inspiring. Or like Rogan, who's probably the most open-minded individual that is out there that you can like find yeah. and access. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there's people more open-minded, but right. like. He's pretty open-minded. Yeah. The only thing he's not open-minded on is weed. Yeah, that's right. He's pretty locked in on that. Yeah. It's good for you, which yeah. I, I don't really have an opinion on. Right. But he's, he won't really hear the other perspective. But right. other than that, the dude's the most open-minded individual I've, I've ever heard in, in large quantity. Yeah. And he, someone will say like, oh, yeah, I do this. And then you'll hear him talking about it a few weeks later. Like, yeah. I, my buddy was talking about this, and now yeah. I'm trying it. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Like, that to me is a principle where i'm not locked into like i'm um, my way's best yeah like uh, which is super um i I guess it makes sense of like there's the human and the spiritual and like they're probably oftentimes on different trajectories but Mm -hmm. super in 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 especially in the time we live in it's very opinionated society Mm -hmm. and um, very strong opinions and to um you know, to a, to vary your own stance on things or to say, I don't know, is something that's frowned upon and looked upon towards weakness when really I look at those things today and I want to be the guy, and we talked about this too, but I want to be the guy that says, I don't know. Yeah. Or I want to be the guy that gets cut off in traffic and says, meh, I yeah. don't care. Or, you know, somebody cuts in front of me in line and completely 
what would be considered disrespects me and to simply not react and you know i don't don't know right i don't care yeah i don't care that person can you know right i don't care that's the bliss yeah i think that yeah people but to yeah to not know to be open-minded to not be so certain in things like that's the thing that i'm trying to achieve yes but just weird because like everybody else it seems is trying to be right or yeah or be the loudest or yeah or know the most yeah and i i say this quite i haven't said it in a while but i was on a kick where i was saying it a lot where it was like the longer it was tied to my sobriety but it was like the longer i'm sober the less i think i know yeah i was saying that for a while because it was just like early on i'm like i know dude i finally know i finally get it i and then i'm the loudest guy in the room yeah and it's like i think the loudest person in the room probably has the least to say you know (laughs) it's like i'm just gonna and now i'm like i don't really know much of anything man and i'm okay with that and that's a good place to be yeah because then i'm not skewed by me because like uh i just get close-minded the more i know the more close-minded because like yeah. why wouldn't i be because i know it right i don't need exactly. to stay open-minded i don't need to hear what you do because i already know what, <laughs> what i'm doing is correct yeah. yeah the other thing that happened this week is that i was listening to this other um podcast because i was like looking for some motivation and again i think like uh <laughs> i think the motivation i found was like I don't know, do less. Like, yeah. do less was my motivation to get shit done. Yeah. Where does that is? Makes but sense. I can't, like, press to get back into working out. I have to do less if right. I want to get back to working out. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was um, Team Never Quit was the name of the podcast. And it was those twin brothers that are the Navy SEALs, and the one of them is the story that Lone Survivor was literally. Oh, Latrell. all right. Yeah, Marcus and... Um, yes. Marcus and... I can't remember his, his name. brother. Yeah. They have a podcast. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. And so I was listening to this one with a buddy of theirs that was also a, a SEAL. And um, two things from it. One, I assume that guys that are SEALs are just have always been outliers and freaks. And I listened to this one. His name was, uh, which one was it? Oh, his name is Aaron Kendall. And he um, he was talking about his, his story. And he's like, yeah, I barely got out of high school like me he's like i was a swimmer in high school or like me he's like went to community college dropped out of community college i was like me Mm -hmm. right and so like all of my ideas that i had just told myself of why i didn't achieve things because i wasn't always an outlier just pretty much went out the window (laughs) with this guy's story right and i was like oh man he just like sounds like a pretty normal guy that then you know like he came from a military family and Mm -hmm. he had had started reading i guess some literature about the seals and ended up becoming a seal that's cool yeah um ended up losing a hand after he was done with that and a like atv accident but anyway but one thing he said was like my my, um, you you see these bulletin points of success in my story, but in between all of those is a ton of failure. Right, and like that's the other thing that I forget is like, it's you know, and again we see everybody's highlight reel on their social media accounts or even on the news before that. You know, we hear mm-hmm. all the good stories and just see all the bulletin points. We don't see all of the failures. That's what's cool about the Goggins thing, right? That's not a failure. It's a success. Right. But, you know, you just hear Goggins story, you just assume he finishes every race. You don't see that he has to stop, go to the hospital for 24 hours, and then do the thing. Yeah. It's those failures because I just, I I have this idea of perfection in my head. And Mm -hmm. if I don't automatically achieve that, then there must be something wrong with me. But to hear these failures, that's what I liked about having Dr. Uh, Morrow on the podcast is because... I, was, I had always just assumed he had always had his shit together. And he's like, no, man, I faced all these tri- trials and tribulations too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I use the analogy of like working on a car. And generally when something's wrong with the car, if, if you take it somewhere, they're going to tell you what's not wrong with it first. Right? <laughs> well, we tried this and it wasn't that. And we tried this and it wasn't that. And we tried this and it's like, failure 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 but really what they're doing is they're just finding out what what really is wrong or what i you know what i mean and so same deal as that guy it's like bullet point of success all of this stuff where i'm learning how to do something bullet point of success all of this stuff it's like the same idea yeah and then have you read or listened to lone survivor no it's probably the best book i've ever read really yeah it's so good because it's next i'll get it's really intense five rings and lone survivor i actually read it like with a 
I think I have it. Or maybe I think I gave it to my brother to read. But Back when we used to have books. Yeah, I read it years ago, and I read it in like two days, and I didn't even read books then, and I read it in like two days. Wow. It was so good. Yeah. Super intense. Yeah. yeah. And Marcus is not an outlier either. Yeah. Like if you see him or saw him when he was a seal, it's not like he was shredded up like Goggins and just this beast like his in that book he kind of talks about his upbringing and stuff and he he was not like the pillar of success going into the Navy SEAL well and even in Goggins like um, going back and we had I met we had mentioned him being freak on this podcast but like um, I was, then I'd listened to another interview that he did and he said it chaps his ass when people think he's genetically gifted because mm-hmm. he he had that hole in his heart, and he was like, the, you know, facing. He's not a physical specimen, right. and he had a oh the sickle cell mm-hmm. thing, and Anemia, like, yeah, yeah, and so he had to actually actually had all of these barriers to overcome. Mm-hmm. So I guess what those guys definitely are is if nothing else, mentally tough. And yes, that's where probably we differ because most of my life, we <laughs> yeah, talk I about, yeah. yeah. This is hard. I'm done. Yeah, as soon as (laughs) things became remotely difficult. Mm. Uh, If I'm not the best at it, I'm not doing it. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, those dudes are beasts, though. Damn, that was a throw. Those dudes are beasts. But it's um, all of them, even like Rogan and all of those guys have like overcome all kinds of shit. And then now we get to see them and we're like, oh, look how fucking they're killing it. It's like, I don't know. There's a... I think there's, like you're saying, there's my life is no no different in that respect. Like, if you looked at my life today, you might be like, like the guys that work for me are like, yeah, dude, you got a truck and a house, blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah, dude, but you didn't see me four years ago when yeah. I was fucking bankrupt and living in my parents' basement yeah. and didn't have, I couldn't fucking survive. You know, like it's the same thing. Those are all people have adversity and overcome. It's cool. One of my bosses rode with me this week, and then the other one um, that is is new to our uh, center. Um, he was going to ride with me the day before, and, and they sometimes buy you lunch when they ride with you. And he said something, and they had to cancel that one. And he was like, "You know, you're upset or something because you were waiting for him to buy you lunch." And I was like, "Oh, I don't eat lunch, man. I just <laughs> take a nap." Yeah. And uh, and Darren said uh, he just eats pepperoni, and that's all he eats. And then. <laughs> I guess I got brought up yesterday or the, the the next day and that my new boss that didn't know me before was surprised to learn that I used to be fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he was like, Marty? It's true, yeah. Yeah. I smoked a lot of cigarettes and shot a lot of dope. Not at work, though. Never. <laughs> Never, Never that. once. <laughs> so anyway. That's freaking legit. Yeah, it's, that's the cool thing, though. Yeah. I meet those people all the time, at least in 12-step rooms. Um you know, I mean, even Courtney, man, you know, me, Courtney, and she seems pretty intellectual and, you know, she's pretty well-spoken and, mm-hmm. uh, I just, I can't see her, you know, like screaming obscenities and, you know. Yeah. Having fucking puke stains all over her carpet yeah. and just being a wreck. Yeah. Yeah. Vain suicide attempts and stuff. It's yeah. like, geez, from the person she is now, it's like, I can't even connect the dots. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the way it is for most of the people on our thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 43 minutes, oh, bro. We're killing it. Yeah, we're slaying it. Yeah. It's been a good combo. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we've talked about what I did this week. What'd you do? Oh, dude, those, one of those podcasts where they talking about best week ever, too. And that was so funny that that got brought up because when we were talking the week before about your week, I was going to call it best week ever because yeah. there was that show on VH1. Mm. And then it got brought up on another podcast That's that I funny. was listening to best week ever. Anyway, sorry. Oh, because of uh, my, when I was in Mexico and yeah. then turned 30 and all of that. Yeah. yeah so uh, this I did, I traveled a lot for work this week, which was fine. Um I had this cool clarity moment. I was driving home Tuesday night from Casper and I was driving home and I just was, I had this perspective and I was just like, do you ever think that everything's just a whole lot of noise? Hmm. All of it? <laughs> like just, it's all just a bunch of noise. Yeah. I, was, I don't know why, but I was just like, yeah. That I was going to talk about that in our 11th step podcast, but where it's just like, all of it is just a bunch of hustle and bustle and it's just a bunch of, so then in that, then, were you struggling to find purpose? No, I loved it. 
I was oh. like, this is amazing. <laughs> I want to just be here all the time where it's like, I don't care what's going on in my outside circumstances. It's just fucking noise. Like, oh, I had to, I worked 15 hours. Oh, the, oh, the people didn't do that, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's all just noise. The it's details not a big deal. don't matter. No, it's just like, yeah. none of that stuff is even yeah. a, a I got what a you're deal. saying now. It was all just like. I, I misunderstood you at first. Yeah, but then um, I liked that. I Because I, I used to think I needed to have a, a purpose like a sense of purpose mm-hmm. and otherwise i was like drifting into nothing yeah, it makes sense i think it's sort of in i'm gonna be nature. the hole in the donut yeah you know and i get it where it's like i don't know that sounds i just had that perspective and i was like I'm... and then megan and i were talking about work and i was just like i don't know yeah i don't really care yeah like i love my job i show up i do 100 percent while i'm at my work but then like it's just like uh, I think it's all just noise. <laughs> I know that. I don't know if that. If I'm, I'm probably not doing a good job explaining that. The, but the details of your life don't matter. Yes, yeah. and like really, like it's okay to just be okay. Yeah, and like just be here and just. I don't know. Remember, I was that I was at some point. This is when we first sort of started hanging out. The new slogan, the new mantra I came up with was going to be, "It's okay to be okay." Yeah, or it's just okay to be okay. Yeah, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Something. Stupid, it's okay like, to just be okay, or something. Yeah. yeah. Listen to you and Ty. I think that nails being it. O- being okay is okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's perfect. Okay. And I like it. That's the new so, so I had that Tuesday night. Uh, last week I had Marathon Fifth Step that I listened to. That was really good. Yeah. One of my sponsees that I talked about on the last podcast. Yeah, was he was getting ready to do his fifth step, and it took all and it took like a couple hours of the night, um, all week. Yeah, a few hours Monday, a few hours Tuesday, a few hours Wednesday, a few hours Thursday, and then we finished up. You know, those things are no fun in the midst of them, but when it's all said and done and you see that person get rocketed into that next dimension, then you get that energy from that. Mm -hmm. You get something from that. Yep. And then this week we outlined some amends and he's he's already taken action on that. We outlined a few. I had him make a list, which I haven't done before, but I'm having him do it. And then, because usually I just use the fourth step list, but I don't remember who we were talking to. We were talking to someone and they were talking about making a list. Mm-hmm. Maybe that wasn't on the podcast, but mm-hmm. they were talking about like making the list separate from the fourth step. Mm-hmm. And so, and I've always just used the fourth step. Oh. I've never had them like rewrite a list. Oh, yeah. So now I had them rewrite the list and then put like who it is, harm done, mm-hmm. and then leave the last part blank. And then when we get told, when we make the approach and they tell us what we can do to make it right, we'll write it down. Mm-hmm. And so then you've got your list yeah. and so sounds like a good idea yeah so that was cool did that and then another sponsor of mine's doing well he just got a new job so it's oh, a, yeah we talked a little bit the, about that on the 11th step yeah and then planning the wedding things are good man life's fucking cruising along i know right it's like yeah it's all good i do that thing that sort of circling back to what we were talking about earlier but like with the noise and i'm like if I look at my, I can like look at my life pretty closely and find some things to worry about. Or I can look at the big picture and realize there's nothing yes. at all I could possibly be worrying about. Exactly. You know I mean? Yes. That's very apparent in my work life. I could find stuff to complain about or tell people they need to do better. And my, if my boss hears this, he'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, <laughs> dude? But it's like, I don't know, man. Things are running smooth. Yeah. I don't need to nitpick you for the, yeah, the tiniest little things. Like I, I used to be a micromanager. I would think would be a good description of how I manage people. And mm-hmm. today I'm just like, you probably know better than I do. So <laughs> go for it. <laughs> I can never. I, see, I can. I can do your line. I can be in charge of people and operations. I think the coolest part about being a being a manager, uh, for me today, is encouraging the the guys that work for me to make decisions and and follow through with them yeah. and have nothing to do with me <laughs> yeah like go forward man like all three i because i have three different shifts that work for me so all three shifts have a supervisor and like i'm doing reviews and all of them was like i put on there like you know what to do so make decisions and stop it stop 
You're like having me make them. Like go make them. Just to circle back again to Navy SEALs. That's like the Jocko uh, book. Yeah. Yeah. Extreme ownership. Yeah. By empowering your team. Yes. You're really reducing your own burden and getting them to buy in, right? If, yes. if they're allowed to make their own decisions, then they're going to be more invested in the decisions they're going to they're make, right? Because, you know, if you just go tell them what to do, they don't have any stock in that. Yes. If they're the ones that have made the decision, they've got all the stock in that. Exactly. So they're going to do more to ensure that that, that it works. Yeah. Yep. And with um, this, this dude, I, uh, that one of my supervisors, he probably makes the least amount of decisions and he probably could make the most of them. He's the most capable. And he runs everything by me. Mm. And on one of our questions on our reviews is like, um, what, what do you need to start doing or do less of something like that? And he was like, I need to start running more things by my boss. And I put on there, I think the exact opposite. <laughs> you need to s- start not running things yeah. by me and making decisions and know that you have my support. And if it's wrong, we'll figure it out. But like you, you got to make decisions. And I think that's the biggest difference from a management standpoint today is I'm not afraid to make a decision. But you go through that in your personal relationships, or at least with me, because we, we, I mean, we're, we're on a shared adventure. Yes. And so that's our Instagram page and then our podcast. And a lot of times, you know, or not a lot of times, but some, you know, last week I was going to get this up at some point, but then I had something to do and I was like, hey, I'm not going to get Courtney's out until tonight. And you're like, hell yeah, man, that's great. And they're all will be like, hey, I was thinking about posting this on the Instagram page. Yeah, do that, man. Yeah. And it's never like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. So yeah. It's like, yeah, bro, do it. Exactly. Yeah. And I try to implement that in my work life too. Yeah. Because A, I, I don't think I'm that smart that I know the best way to do stuff. And B, like, there's a reason why you get paid. What? Like, yeah. I pay you to do right, this. So right. make the decision. And I view that in my own role. Like, I don't need to go run it by my boss. You pay me to make these decisions. If I make the wrong one, then you'll let me know. But yeah. like you pay me to make these decisions. Yeah. So that's also could be applied to our service structure as well. Exactly. Right? Where we have trust servants that are our representatives. Exactly. It used to drive me fucking crazy. Where it's like, I gotta go run it by yeah. my group and I then gotta, maybe we can reconvene yeah. next month. <laughs> yeah, I gotta take it back to the group. No, your group already elected you to represent them. Yeah, you're the That's spokesperson. That's why we're all that. here. Yeah. We're all representatives. Yep. That's how this works. Yeah, 100%. So, <laughs> that's the that's been nice. Work life is good and I feel like um, I told Megan the other day, like, if I wanted... I used to want, I worked a job to get the next job. Yes. And that perspective's changing. Where I was like, I will be the best employee ever at this job so that I'm ready for the next job. And like my perspective now is just like, I'm paid to do this job, so I'll just do this job. And then if something else comes, it'll come. But like, that's what you, does that, I don't know if that mm-hmm. even makes sense. But it, Well, it does a little bit in the, in the, in the respect that the less, for me, the less I think about, the less I try and just decide what I'm supposed to be doing in my job, uh, the better. Because yeah. for me, personally, my job is very clear cut mm-hmm. in the way that I'm supposed to do it. And uh, it's definitely easiest for me if I just do the thing that I'm paid to do. Yes. Nothing more and nothing less. Right. And the guy that trained me said that. He yeah. said, hey, do exactly what you're paid to do. Nothing more, nothing less, and you'll have a nice long career. Exactly. And that seems about right. See, and I'm getting that experience now where I'm like, I don't need to be involved in decisions that don't have anything to do with me. I don't need to go into my boss's office and try to get more intel and figure. It's like, dude, I'm just going to do my job and I'm going to go home. I don't like I was a climber. My ambition was like, I'm going to be this guy way up there, and there's eight rings between me and yeah. me and that guy and now I'm like I'm at this ring and I'm I'm just going to do this ring and I don't need any of the outside noise and it's very peaceful there. My sponsor one time told me because I called him to do a 10 step about work and he told me the story about his wife working for this rancher and 
I had a bunch of these boulders on one side of the fence and he came through and he was like, hey, I need you to like put all of these boulders on the other side of this fence because they need to be over there. And so she spends all week throwing, picking up boulders and throwing them over these miles of fence and getting them over to the other side. She gets about done and about to the end and he comes back and he's like, you know what? <sighs> Actually, I need these on the back where they were. And he was like, and you know what she said? And I was like, what? And then it was just silence. She said, and I was like, I think you cut out. And he's like, no, she didn't say anything because she's not the fucking boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's getting she, paid to move the boulders. She's getting paid to throw boulders, <laughs> yeah. right? Not decide what needs to be done. Exactly. And I was like, oh, you fucker. Yes. But that would be easier if they weren't all so fucking dumb. Right. Yeah. Well, and then I get into this thing where it's like, well, if they just did it this way and this and this yeah. and this, then it would probably be harmony for all of us. Yes. And then back to my thing, Bad. I'm a producer of confusion. Yeah. Despite my best interests, I'm still producing confusion in the That's workplace. Right. And where if I just, you pay me to do this job, I do this job. Yes. I need to be less worried about your job. I need to be less worried about that job. I just need to be worried about my job. Then everything is harmony. Doesn't uh, this thing that I do, that I tell myself I'll show up to work, I'll look at the way my day is supposed to go. doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And I just say, not my money. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, like, it's, they're not paying me to make those decisions. Right. They're, they're, it's very clear what they're paying. Exactly. Me. It's, there's no gray area. Yeah. And then for me is like, well, if I, if I want to make those decisions, then I need to put myself yeah, in that job or right. give myself an opportunity that's for that. Right. And what I've found is I've always wanted to do that. And I'm kind of, I don't want to say regressing. I like my job. So I'm just going to do my job. Yeah. And then if someone thinks I'm appropriate for the next job, they'll let me know. That makes sense. And I think I do my job successfully. And if it yields success in a different job later, cool. If not, cool. Yeah. I don't know. We're uh, like an hour in again, dude. We've yeah. been rolling today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just one more thing. Like um, we were talking about, like maybe it was the other podcast. I can't remember about that, which doesn't kill us, makes us stronger and prepares us. And mm -hmm. But I went through a really tough time with it, uh, just truly with just a not a very good leader at work and like our whole thing paid. And I just remember like when I was going through it and I wasn't sure I was going to make it. And I was like, like if this ever ends, you're going to be better for it when somebody more qualified takes over yes. and like i've hit that time now where that person is gone and somebody way more qualified has taken over and for the most part i had to do one ten step with you last mm -hmm. week but that was the first one in a while and i just feel so much more comfortable at work and it's that thing and in the moment where i th where it just seems so terrible and it's just like i can't believe i'm doing this and i should i don't deserve this shit yes and, right and like but then when it's all through and i'm on the back end of it i'm like man it's okay, and we're all better for it. All of us are better for it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's the power of sticking things through. Yes. Is I grow on the other end of it, even though it's not, it doesn't look the way I thought it would. Yes. Like going through it, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, well, I'm going to grow because I'm going to have this incredible boss that challenges me and does everything and allow, or it's like I'm growing because I have someone that's, incompetent and what i'm doing is i'm learning how to overcome that or do something different and, and so to your point like it doesn't look like what i think it's going to look like right getting to the point where stop trying to figure out what it's going to look exactly like. <laughs> just, yeah just be in the process yes yeah i'm yeah. just on i'm just going through it so in summary i think we can say that kyle is most often wrong and gen x can suck it <laughs> And you're welcome, millennials. <laughs> uh, we have we have social media stuff, right? Yeah, we have an Instagram. It's called Recovered AF Podcast. Mm -hmm. and you can follow us. I, I'm not too active on it. I was going to post a picture of the swimming pool today because I took a swimming pool picture before I went and swam, but then I was like, that's pretty jocko. I'm not going to steal his shtick. You know what I mean? Yeah, and maybe. And then... Uh, and uh, so anyway, yeah, we have a social media page that we use sparingly and also an email. Yeah, recoveredafpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to, like, if there's something you're curious about or... I mean, if you want to see Aaron and his Speedo in the pool. Yeah. See, or that's what you, you should have posted. Your little pop topped, you know? If you guys could... Um, or your top popped. <laughs> 
you guys could talk about a little bit more about it's we've got November coming up. I'd like to hear an episode about gratitude. You can send that email if you want. Chances are moved right into our trash. (laughs) (laughs) Not even kidding. (laughs) Chances are that's not going to be a topic. We could talk about gratitude, dude. I think we did. It's an action word. Yeah. Show it. Don't talk about it. Okay. Boom. That's that. Next topic. Boom. Roasted. So if you feel like emailing it or, you know what? I think also sometimes people have given us some reviews. All of them have five stars. If that's, if you're so inclined, do that. I yeah. mean, just, hey, you should go where the spirit takes you. Yeah. That's what you should do. You know what would be cool is some reviews, man. We had a few that were nice because it um, it was honest feedback. And yes. I would take any sort of honest feedback, whether the email or leaving a review on the on the podcast page, which like on the on the Apple podcast, you can review it and you can give star ratings and then leave a comment on that review. Any of that would be cool. Just so email the show, say I fucking hate the banter, or yeah. say I fucking love the banter. Aaron and I don't want to get in this place where we have no idea what people are listening to think about it. So Yeah. At least I don't. I shouldn't say Aaron and I. I don't. I just pretty much do what I want, Kyle. But I, I think know you, you do. Know that. I, you do? All right, let's stop talking. Done.